previously on Ashes of the Order. Our heroes paid a visit to Vitric, the both antiquities dealer on Triad Station, with Roti disguised as an old, Force-sensitive woman. She appraised the holocron Vitric had rescued from the Jedi Temple and unlocked it. After a shakedown by three Aqualish thugs, Rokti secreted the holocron away in her robes. She and Lahela then purchased the final components for their lightsabers, and now the party has returned to the ship to process their new discoveries. I'm Amy Cameron. I play Lahela Bell. I'm a Togruta, and I'm a Jedi Counselor. I'm Derek Cameron. I'm Admiral. I'm a clone smuggler gunslinger. I'm Colleen Benson. I'm Rokti. I am a Twi'lek mystic. So, it is now the afternoon of the fourth day since you fled from Order 66. Uh, having visited Vitrek just this morning, the rest of the day is now yours. What do you want to do? Well, I know that Lahela would want to be getting back to the ship to start construction of her lightsaber because that's like the symbol of the Jedi. And even though she's supposed to be, you know, hiding and stuff like that, she still wants to feel that kind of connection and is hoping it's going to help guide them through the force to find out what they're supposed to be doing. I know Admiral was just shopping for a trench coat, but uh, he <laughs> realizes that he wants to uh, customize his blaster a little bit. Um, he noticed it was kind of pulling to the left a little bit and he had a new disruptor rifle from one of their missions he would like to tinker with to make his own. So, Yeah, because that pull to the left was so deferential last night, or last uh, last session. I mean, yes, he did kill all three of the, uh, the Aqualish thugs, but um, you Were know there what? four of them? Oh, wait, you lied to Vitric. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, see? It pulled to the left on the fourth one. <laughs> Wouldn't have happened. So, therefore, vis-a-vis, concordedly. Um, yeah, Rookie would definitely want to go somewhere so she can, like, feel safe and secure with um, the package that she has smuggled in her bosom. <laughs> um, she also would like to get changed out of this like old person costume, so you know, so the ship would be where she'd want to go. Okay, so yeah, you guys uh, can head back to the ship then. I assume it takes a little bit of time for you to get out of your costume, but when you get back to the ship, QP is still kind of teetering around, like checking on the ship, and he's not really paying much mind to you guys, so uh, the ship is kind of yours. Lahela, you mentioned you wanted to start working on your lightsaber. Absolutely. And Rokti, are you kind of in that same boat as well, vis-a-vis -vis that? Concordantly. <laughs> so, do... Hello. I don't remember. Do I know if I can do anything more with the cube right now? Uh, you can try. You can certainly try to now. Okay, I'll do that. Also, we didn't roll for our force. Uh, yes, good call. So yeah, go ahead and do that. I was just, I was literally arranging the tokens in front of me right now while you were talking, and I forgot that we hadn't done that. Got two light side. Um, I got two light side and then one dark side. Someone roll for me. I did. Guess which one you were. <laughs> Hala's gonna go full renegade. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's just uh, Admiral in general. He's pretty, he's pretty renegade. She's gonna have a Daenerys Targaryen moment where she starts off as like the leader of the people that people want to see, like you know, 
bringing justice and change and then just go totally crazy and burn down castles, you know? Um, okay, so uh, you want to work on the holocron. Is this something that you're just going to do in your own quarters or are you going to try and consult Lahela? Like, how do you want to go about it? No, no, definitely just like do it in my own quarters. She's, she's with her lightsaber stuff. I mean, I know I should really get mine built, but like... Holocron. She doesn't really care about <laughs> lightsabers. Okay, so because you unlocked the holocron back in Vitrick's store... It is attuned to you, so um, when you when you do produce it from your bosom, <laughs> you can focus on it for a moment with the Force, and it will unlock. Um, and just as it did back in the store, kind of unfolds in different various ways, like a, the most complex little mechanism you've ever seen. And with the Force, you can essentially ask it questions or kind of probe the, probe the knowledge within. Uh, what exactly are you trying to do with the holocron? Or like, like, what's your what's your process? Or like, what, like, what's what are you asking it? Or you know, probably the biggest thing would be like, what's its purpose? You know, like, what? Why was it made? You know, you send that general thought towards the holocron with the force. It takes a moment, almost calculating, and then a hologram uh, emerges from the top side of it that you're holding up. Um, it's a woman in Jedi robes. Yeah, just looking at her, you can't really tell you know anything specific about her she's a jedi woman has dark hair and uh, a very serious expression on her face with with your particular query of what is this holocron for a, a message replays in which she says the following is the autologues of arilla shan a jedi knight of the order on coruscant these are my personal histories and treatises on the force the purpose for this holocron is to store this information for future generations and uh the holocron is still kind of damaged um so there's a bit of like corruption and like glitching out and like you get the sense that a few words at the end there got clipped off but uh cool cool <laughs> okay seems handy yeah I, there's nothing really i would need to use it for right now because there's nothing i'd really be asking that I would think of that I didn't like already kind of know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I will just throw out too that um, if you do spend some time meditating with the holocron, the way holocrons work is that it, the the holocrons are attuned to one person, and that person can take training in two skills. I'm I'm gonna make it so that each of you or each Jedi can attune to it, but only learn one skill. <laughs> Like I'm letting Lahela get near this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever do share it, she can. Once she gets attuned to it, the same way that you did with the hard trick, uh, she can learn a skill as well. Okay. Well, hey, I'll I'm do a that. Jedi. I'll... I can learn, right? <laughs> Quiet, Mando. <laughs> I'm holding you to that. I'll I'll study with it, hang out with it. You know. Do Do I get to pick what I learn, or does it just get assigned to me? There's a whole list. It's pretty much like any skill essentially like uh, looking at it here okay can i meditate on it and then decide later yeah sure so if, if you want to if you want to leave it that you're just meditating with it for now we can jump to the next yeah yeah and i'll figure out where i want to go with that uh so lahela you have your materials mm. uh where do you go on the ship or like where do you go like you've got triad station and you've got oh, you know all the all of their own in hang on i gotta look at i gotta look at our map you know what She's going to go hang out inside of an escape pod. So any particular reason why the escape pod? Like, what's she thinking there? Uh, she's trying to get somewhere where she's going to be completely isolated, um, away from everybody, as she's trying to, 
construct this lightsaber because she's having no guidance to do it at all other than through the force. So she's trying to go somewhere where she won't be interrupted, where somebody won't be able to get to her. Um, basically, it's the same idea as using the metaphor that she's going to be using the creation of her lightsaber to escape the realities that are happening right now and therefore going into an escape pod. Ooh, deep. She's a deep lady. Okay, so it's kind of a cramped space in an escape pod, but you'd have enough space to kind of... Like, this is a pretty pretty large escape pods on the, on the ship, on the quest store. So uh, you have, you know, a little bit of space to play with. What is her sort of approach? From what she did learn whenever she did do her readings and studies and the limited information that her master would give her on creating a lightsaber, she wants to do it where she can try to create and put everything together with the Force. Because from okay. most of the readings that she had with all the, uh, like best Jedi Masters and just best uh, lightsaber duelists, they always created their lightsabers by using the Force, so she wants to try to not use her hands at all, and use the Force to put together her saber. Okay, so that kind of classic image of someone just kind of meditating in midair while their pieces are floating yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. Or thing. Okay, so here is how the process works uh, in this game for building a lightsaber. I've given you um, the information on the spreadsheet there, and First step there is to pick your template, um, which basically boils down to like the basic source of lightsaber you want to try and build. Oh, double-bladed, baby. I was going to say, the double-bladed is kind of off the table right now because you can't physically build a double-bladed yes, lightsaber. You've got stuff. one. Yeah, so enough to be able to creating her one that's going to be a double-bladed. So for, for now, that would be um, a standard, basically. A long-handled standard lightsaber. Yeah, no, I would say it would be the standard then because, yeah, that way you can create it into the double-bladed lightsaber after. So with that said... Uh, that is an average or two purple diamond uh, mechanics check. I'm actually kind of mashing some stuff. To, well, how's your knowledge lore? Knowledge lore. Pretty good. I am proficient in it. So I have a yellow and a green. Mechanics is two green. I'm kind of mashing rules together because they've updated um, They've updated this like three times as the, as the game has been released in different installments. Um, originally, it was a mechanics or a, a, a knowledge lore check. In the latest rules that we're using here, it gives this as average mechanics, but I like the angle of the knowledge lore because that just makes more sense for a lightsaber thing, right? Like it's not just a it's not a purely mechanical object yeah. as much as as it is a mechanical marvel. It's it's a it's a lore based thing as well. So I'll I'll, I'll let you do either one. Well, then I will choose definitely the uh, lore. Well, it also makes sense. It also makes sense because she's trying to use like the force to create it versus like her own hands, right? So exactly. So that is a average, uh, an average check plus your plus your skill there. So that's two purple plus whatever your your die is there. If Derek could roll kindly for me. <laughs> so it's two two purples, a yellow and a green. Yeah. Two successes and two threat. Boom. Okay. Fantasy flight. If your app is wrong, then that's on you. <laughs> we'll take we'll take that. <laughs> yeah, because the despair uh, or the threat story um, counteracts with advantage, right? So. She, she rolled no advantage, so it was just straight dice. Okay, so that means mechanically that you are successful in building your standard lightsaber and got the stats there for you. Um, one thing I didn't check actually was what your crystal will do because um, you got your crystal with a special ability. Oh yeah, I forget where I wrote that down. So attachments. Kristoff's is crystal. Uh, so it changes your base uh, damage to 7 and your crit to 3. Uh, lightsaber gains the breach one and center where that already was on there. That's a basic quality. 
Um, and there are some modification uh, options for that. So the Christophsis crystal is an attachment on your lightsaber. Okay. And then you can then modify those like any, or any attachments. Um, so there's a couple options here for modifying that. So we have two threats to resolve from your construction. So there's a couple things I can do here. So for two threat, I can do oddly weighted. Oddly weighted gives cumbersome two to your thing. But you just need brawn, right? Yeah, it requires brawn equal to the rating. So if it's cumbersome two, then you need brawn two to wield it. What's your what's your brawn rule? My brawn is Juan. Oh. <laughs> That's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> here, you created a lightsaber you cannot wield. Good luck. Yeah, I won't, won't do that. Yet. Um, not yet. Our fragile casing increased difficulty checks to repair this weapon by one. I'm gonna go with that actually. After you kind of emerge from your meditation, you realize that you've you've succeeded. There's a fully constructed lightsaber in front of you. However, as you pick it up and inspect it, the casing is a little is a little weak. It's maybe not as strong as the training lightsaber that you used to have or uh, Temerin Cause. This is something that you can modify down the road. In another downtime, you can kind of spend some time working on your lightsaber and fix this. But uh, for the time being, it has fragile casing, which increases difficulty checks to repair this weapon by one. So just don't get it damaged. Do you have any kind of description of like what it would look like? <laughs> this is a complicated question because I can't even decide what my lightsaber looks like for like whenever Derek's going to make my hilt for me. Yeah, oh. it's been a, a battle for a very long time. The hilt is like a matte, dark, silvery color. And then she has pieces of black leather that are wrapped around it. And a couple pieces dangle down. And I know what the answer is going to be. But as a technicality, you flick the blade on. And what color is that lightsaber? Purple! (laughs) I knew what you were going to say, but we have to paint a picture for the audience. (laughs) Black... (laughs) <laughs> black dark saber no <laughs> and in the process that took about six hours um for you to do that so like so you spent six hours uninterrupted in the escape pod meditating and you have successfully made your lightsaber Yay! we also have a special shout out for our patreon supporters thank you to barry norton by becoming a backer as little as $1 a month, you can gain access to bonus content like previews, looks behind the scenes, and outtakes, and polls to help shape the future of our network. Or at the $5 tier, you can get a shout out in each episode as well as other future perks. For more info on this, check out patreon.com slash quarter portion podcast. Now, back to the show. Yay! Rewinding a little bit for Admiral here. When you got back to the ship, the Jedi kind of scattered, and QP is still off in his own little world. What uh, what are you getting up to? Admiral noticed in the last battle that, uh, yeah, his heavy blaster pistol was kind of uh, shooting a little bit to the left, so he wanted to tinker around with that, and uh, he realized he hasn't really had time to fiddle around with a new disruptor rifle that he received on their bounty mission. So while he was getting his uh, smuggler's trench coat he picked up a few parts and a couple accessories that um, might improve said weapons so he's going to set up uh, set up shop and hopefully finagle uh, qp into helping a little bit 
hopefully it won't take too much of his computing power. Uh, what uh, what attachment did you pick up? Uh, an augmented spin barrel for my uh, disruptor rifle and a custom grip for my heavy blaster pistol. So, yeah, the process of attaching things to your weapon is pretty easy. You just need a few minutes of uninterrupted, uninterrupted time to actually do that. Um, so we can just go ahead and say that they've been attached to your weapons now. And the whole process probably would have taken you about, you know, an hour to get set up and, you know, inspect your weapons and actually do the thing and test it out afterwards. If you want to further customize and go into modding, that's a that's an additional step you can also do now while you have the time. Okay, yeah, because I... If you so choose. I know the augmented spin barrel uh, has some mods. So either damage, accuracy, or pierce. Um... Well, let's try to make it more accurate. Uh, so yeah, the process for installing a mod onto your attachments basically requires about 100 credits uh, each for like additional components. Um, and then you have to have uh, a toolkit, which you have on the ship. Uh, so but then once you're there, the workbench, just like Cal Kestis and Fallen Order, yeah. you can uh, do a hard mechanics check uh, to successfully install the mod if you pass. Okay. Um, and I'm using QP to help out briefly? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, if you want, okay, that depends. If you want him to do it for you, that's a check that he does. If you want him to supervise you doing it, I'll give you like a blue. Uh, I'm gonna, he's going to supervise, um, cause of course, Admiral's a little bit of a control freak and it's his own blaster. So he wants, or his own rifle. So he wants to be the one doing it, but he wants QP to make sure he's didn't miss anything. Cause he's not the best mechanic. Yeah. So the custom, cause the custom grip. It doesn't have any modifications. It's just, yeah, basically so it fits my hand properly. Whereas the, gotcha. yeah, the spin barrel is the one that I can mod. So um, after all of that, I come up with a, an advantage. But no success? Uh, no success. Just straight up, straight up advantage. Got some cancels there. <laughs> yeah, in the context of installing a mod, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's not like you're shooting at something and like I can say that you miss right. the target, but like hit something on the wall behind it that helps you. Like, so we'll just say that we'll just call it a success because you didn't fail. Okay, excellent. Because that would have been unfortunate. And so, uh, what what are the hard points on that uh, mod? Uh, two. Okay, so then that leaves you what with two left? Two more, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you've successfully installed that mod. Yay! So it gives me an extra damage with the mod, and then uh, one more accuracy. Like, accurate, like an like an item quality. Yeah, um, yeah, but it says per rating, so I'm assuming it would just be accurate one. Um, it should be, yeah, or it it should increase your rating by one, or give you one if you don't have already a rating on it. So yeah, that'd be one blue per rating. Yeah. The word mod has started to lose its uh, meaning, by the way. You know, whenever you say a word a lot, so then it just doesn't start to sound like a real word anymore. That's what mod is happening. Um, okay, so that took about, you know, two hours, all told. One hour for your first round of attachments, um, and then you got the idea to do the mod, and you had to go get QP and argue with them. And to... <laughs> Say, come on, man, I just really need to do this. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you, you cajoled him into it, and he graciously decided to uh to give you a little tutelage there and you were successful in modding your newly modified weapon so perfect uh you have become even more lethal yay and my custom grip um gets rid of the one black dice that my mod on my blaster pistol gave me so this is like han solo's blaster levels of epicness here <laughs> uh getting there however the jedi still aren't around and you're not hearing any kind of peep of them from around the ship, so you know you figure you have some more spare time. Excellent. 
just what I need. More spare time. You've had a busy few days, let's be honest, because four days ago, you were on Tofren with them trying to get rid of them. Yes, that's true. You had the whole thing with your brain being fried and all that, and, you know, that vision and the flight here and then the mission. And yeah, it's been it's been hectic. It has been hectic. I almost feel like he needs a nice a nice nap. So he goes off to nap because clones don't deal with emotions. <laughs> I'll find here. Goes and gets a facial and does his nails. <laughs> and, um, actually, you know what? He's going to go get some more tattoos. Hey, you can do that. I think he's going to get some tattoos. Go get a tattoo. Miraculously, luckily, there is a tattoo parlor on Triad Station now. What? No way. Perfect. <laughs> what, uh, what tattoos are you getting? What ink are you getting done? He is going to get um, the bounty hunter mark. The skull thing? Yeah, the skull thing. It's, uh, that's a FET mark there, I think. Yeah, it gets kind of used as a generic bounty hunter symbol, but it, it's more of a Mandalorian thing. Like, it's the Mythosaur. So it's at least kind of a Mandalorian symbol, if not specifically, like, Jango and Boba Fett. Gotcha. I think he still would get it. I think it's um, from his vision, this realization that he, like, that's, he feel, feels like that's his calling, that he wants to become, a, like, not that he really knows much about Mandalorians, but he likes the way of life. And like I said, he always looked up to Fett and what he had heard as a bounty hunter and how fearsome of a warrior he was. I think it was kind of, it's, he'll, he'll get a, a tattoo of that as a reminder of, of what his goals are. Um, and that he's not just a, just a clone. He's someone who can become like a Mandalorian. Dang. And sorry, where is he getting that done? Like what part of his body? Well, his face is already pretty full. Uh, that'd be kind of weird. Maybe forearm, right? Forearm, probably about fist size. Okay. That's, that's a pretty decent tattoo. We'll say that takes up, you know, the rest of those four hours. So like as you're stepping back onto the ship, you hear the snap hiss of uh, the Halo's lightsaber activating. Ooh. Rook T, uh, did you pick uh, a skill there? Yeah, yeah. So your your um, writing's horrible. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. So everyone knows. I'm going to do cool then. Because you want to be cool. Because you're not cool. Hey, she's uh, the coolest. Mm, yeah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> She's definitely the coolest. Okay, so cool is now handled as one of your career skills. Okay, so you spend uh, roughly about six hours as well. Um, kind of listening to some of the treatises that Aurilla Sean recorded. Um, and by the end of it, you have you have sort of a uh, increased innate uh, capacity for keeping cool under high, high pressure circumstances. Keeping cool. Which is a fancy way of saying that you checked a different box on your character sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that game. Yeah. Well, that was convenient because that all took about six hours for everybody. (laughs) Yay. So, yes, to paint the scene, Admiral is getting onto the is walking back onto the ship with his fresh ink and his freshly maintained weapons. Uh, Rogue T is cool as a cucumber and Lahela has just emerged from an escape pod with uh, with her newly constructed lightsaber. Lahela would be emerging and kind of like just aimlessly wandering around the ship, not really paying attention. <laughs> just kind of staring at her lightsaber and like moving it around and feeling its feel as she just kind of wanders and, and just silent in awe of her own creation because she's very happy with that she now has a lightsaber. Um, even though she knows she won't be able to like use it very often and have to be careful with concealing it, but the fact that she has this symbolic Jedi weapon is very important to her. Um, Rokti's going to 
come out of her room. The holocron has disappeared again. No one knows where it could be. <laughs> bosom. <laughs> bosom. <laughs> and, and she's just going to be humming to herself, dancing through the ship, you know? Because she feels very in tune with the force right now. And she's just like, yes, I learned something new and like the force is with me and she's just happy, you know? So, Admiral, you're walking into Lahela looking just gobsmacked at her lightsaber, kind of wielding it around and Rock T dancing about humming. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Admiral would obviously see Rock T doing what she normally does, just being weird. (laughs) (laughs) So he'll just kind of look at her and shake his head and kind of ignore her because that's just her normal self. I see you've created your lightsaber, finally. May I see? Uh, Oh. Yeah. The halo will kind of, like, blink a couple times, kind of getting out of her own, like, days of watching the blade swing around as she kind of twirls it through and passes it back and forth between her hands and things like that to get the feel of it. She'll put the blade away and (laughs) without letting go of the lightsaber she'll hold it in both of her hands and like hold it out and she'll be like you can look do not touch admiral will kind of lean in just to uh yeah take a peek and kind of nod to himself i mean not really being that much of a mechanic at all but he'll kind of say oh this is a little bit different than your master's lightsaber is there a reason for that so she'll she'll kind of look at him again skeptically because like he's always been She's still confused on on his own mind, as I'm sure he is as well, because he's always hated the Jedi and weary of them. But now he's trying to interact with them. Well, every Jedi is supposed to create their own lightsaber. I decided to use mine to create mine through the Force. And so you kind of are able to just make the lightsaber into something that's supposed to be your own, to symbolize your own connection to the Force and to the Jedi Order. So most lightsabers are unique to their wielders. He will just kind of nod to himself and... uh... So you know, oh, uh, well, very good work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pat on uh, the head. <laughs> pat on the head. Not really. Um, yeah, part of his his well, job, I guess, is is killing, and he, I guess, appreciates the lightsaber in its ability to kill. So he he's appreciative of a weapon like that. And once again, not really being a mechanic or at, or anything like that, he would appreciate the fact that she was able to build that with the force with no hands mom no hands (laughs) so she'll she'll look at admiral and put her lightsaber onto an attachment onto her belty area i suppose that she would have been able to configure and then she'll kind of like nod towards rockty and she's extra happy right now there's something there's something going on there rockty rockty are you paying attention Rocky's gonna like continue doing whatever like she does, you know. She does. She's gonna be like, her arms are gonna be like waving in the above her head, like like a tentacle, you know, like that sort of movement. People can understand what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Wacky wiggly man that does. Yes, that is the movement she's doing. That blow up guy (laughs) that's like in front of car (laughs) buying places, dealerships. That guy. (laughs) Yes. so she's 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 all flowy like the force surrounding them 
And when she hears her voice, she'll, like, wiggle towards you guys. And when she gets close, she's going to, like, force jump. Not an actual thing because I'm not rolling or anything. Right into Admiral and latch onto him like a koala. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Admiral will look very confused and flabbergasted. um, And not really do anything. Admiral, roll perception. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm not kidding. Roll perception. Okay. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Perception. Uh, success and an advantage. You feel something jabbing you in, in the arm from about her bosom area. <laughs> yes. Rock, Rock T, what's, what is in your chest? She's going to, like, shush him by just shoving her hand in his face. Be like, shh. Um, he will push her away from him. Don't talk about that. I'm so happy. <laughs> what is oh, what is going on? <laughs> She's gonna turn to the Hela. I talked with with the Force and and through the what's it called? Not a cube. Holocron. What is it? Hologram. <laughs> oh God! It's like a cube. <laughs> The thing between your breasts right now <laughs> you've coveted for like two episodes. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but it's shiny. I want it. <laughs> and, and through the holocron and I I learned a bit about it and I'm I'm so happy we we can we can learn more. We'll have like a holographic master that can that can help us through these times. You were able to access it more? Yes. It we have a we have a bond. It's it's the it's the humming, and she'll start humming, <laughs> just swaying while koala to admiral. <laughs> admiral is very concerned for his life right now. He is not okay with what's happening. Yeah, you you should be concerned. Yeah, Lahela will be equally excited, but in her own way, which is usually very stoic. But she'll actually be smiling, which is very rare for Lahela to do. Um, and she'll be like, oh. Rokti, this is fantastic news. It could help us better guide. I built my lightsaber today. The force is strong with us today. This this has got to be meaning that we're going on the right path to what our purpose is supposed to be to rehelp the Jedi. Your lightsaber! She, like, jumps down from him and rushes to, um, Lahela. Oh! Oh, let's see it! Where is it? Why aren't you showing me? Lahela obviously seems very reserved about her lightsaber, but she will very willingly hand over her lightsaber to Rokti, uh, basically showing the bond that they have created over the many years that she would trust. Uh, basically saying that she trusts Rokti for, with her life, considering she's just easily handing over her saber. <laughs> the insane one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fair It's fair in one hand, but on the other, it's fragile and you're handing it to Rokti, who's high right now. She'll, like, hold it very carefully and, like, put it up to her face. So she's not actually doing anything that people would do with a lightsaber. <laughs> she puts she's it holding a Luke. Yeah. <laughs> she puts it up to her face and will like hum to it, trying to feel out its vibrations. When she brings it from her face, she'll like open it. So it'll be like a cool thing where it's like steady in her hand and she'll like close it while flipping it back over and handing it back to Lahela. It is fragile, but but it is strong. It it hums with your life force. 
You did a good job. And then Lahela will continue to smile and just nod along with her, appreciative towards her companion's approval of her saber. Uh, okay, yeah, so you're standing in the loading bay, uh, kind of like the, the intersection of the ship where Admiral just walked in, and uh, QP-13 rolls in to the loading bay, and uh, seeing everyone back aboard the Ronin, um, he rolls in ro- uh, warbling. Masters, I have finished decoding Temrin Ka's data pad. I have completed the research she conducted on Tofrin, and I have identified a route to the destination she sought. Should I elaborate? Um, Admiral will, of course, say yes. What did you find, QP? For more information on the show, visit the Quarter Portion Podcast on social media. Please check out our Patreon to help support the show and access bonus content. And until next time, may the Force be with you. This has been a production of the Quarter Portion Podcast Network. Heroes Comics is Southwestern Ontario's largest comic book and collectibles store. Located in the heart of downtown London at 186 Dundas Street, Heroes specializes in new and vintage comics, along with action figures, statues, and collectibles of all types. Whether you're looking for Star Wars comics and toys, or the latest graphic novels, manga, and trade paperbacks, Heroes has something for fans of all stripes. For more information, visit heroescomics.ca. Curbside pickup, delivery, or mail orders are now currently available. We have a brand new way to connect with you and the larger Quarter Portion Podcast Network community, our very own Discord server. Check the show notes and or our social media pages for a link to join our new welcoming community of Star Wars fans. Second tier Patreon supporters can even earn a special user role on this channel. We hope to see you there. We also have a special shout out for our Patreon supporters. Thank you, Barry Norton. By becoming a backer for as little as $1 a month, you can gain access to bonus content like previews, looks behind the scenes and outtakes, and polls to help shape the future of our network. Or at the $5 tier, you can get a shout out in each episode, as well as other future perks. For more info on this, check out patreon.com slash quarter portion podcast.